0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Sports to the max on the air. Dawson Blank is our guest. Minnesota Youth Athletic Services, MYAS. Uh, he works on a daily basis. Tonight he's, he's taking his daughter to basketball practice where he helps coach. You you referee too, you coach, you run Minnesota Youth Athletic Services. I, I mean, it's, it's almost sports in different veins every every hour, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's
1: seven days a week. 365 days a year, Mike. Good to hear from you.
2: Yeah, you too. Let, let, I wanted to talk a little bit about this because this is the time of year as we hit to February, uh, head to February, where, where people are starting to, to figure out uh, what they're going to do for spring teams and summer teams. Many parents probably not even aware that there's a chance to play, particularly in basketball, but in several sports. Uh, start with some do's and don'ts, Dawson. What should people, if you haven't been through it before, how do they begin to investigate and find how to place your son and daughter, in the, our daughter, in the right program.
1: So, I mean, Mike, right now that's the end of the winter community-based season, so a lot of the youth basketball associations are busy preparing for our end-of-the-year grade state basketball championships. And then, like you referred to, there is this time in the spring and summer from March through basically July where if there are kids that want to continue to develop their game, in the spring summer season there are plentiful of opportunities um youth basketball in this state has risen as you know for a couple decades and it's at an all-time high with the participation numbers and the number of kids that are going to the next level but i think beyond that there are um, options for kids at all skill levels no matter what they would like to get out of it if they want to just continue to play a little bit longer that's only the month of april they want to continue to play at a higher level because they want to take their game and advance it further there's options for them to go through june and july there's uh, tournament opportunities throughout our state and also outstate but i think the the biggest thing that i would say with that mike is there's so many great options out there there are so many grassroots programs that are available. I think the biggest thing, especially as a a child going into third, fourth, fifth grade, um, especially maybe fourth, fifth grade, that they just continue to worry about the training development and let that gameplay happen and don't have too many games off the gate because sometimes that gets reversed right now in youth basketball and we need to get back to a lot more training and development.
2: Now, now, one of the, you, 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 and, and that's what gets you into how you pick a team, right? Is, you wanna, you wanna interview and find out, okay, who are the coaches and, and, where's your commitment lie? I mean, are they going to be working on fundamentals and they just going to show up once in scrimmage, that'll be a practice, and then they're going to play games on the weekend? And Some of it depends on what you want to get out of it. If, if all you want to do is play games and, and you're not, you know, uh, you, you maybe do or don't care if you ever make a varsity team, etc. cetera, uh, I get that. But, but, I mean, those are the things. That, otherwise, it can be a rude awakening sometimes.
1: I agree because sometimes um, there are situations where there is a, 18-year-old, 20-year-old kid that wants to advance himself as a coach, but maybe he doesn't understand the training development side as much, and so maybe they may not get as much out of it. So I think that's very important whenever you're going to any club program um, to see what their value is in the training development side.
2: You hit on it, though, and I think this is another important point that a lot of parents and kids don't realize. We hear terms like AAU, summer teams, all that stuff, travel teams, all that stuff. And you go, well, no sense of me doing that. That's for the elite. It's not, I mean, maybe at one point in time it was, but this has become a very comprehensive program because we don't know who's going to be the elite anyway in a few years. And, and, and the kid that's just doing it for fun, uh, something might happen or it could be a growth spurt. It could be they fall in love with the game, it could be a coach that turns them in the right direction. But, but it, you don't have to just sit and listen to the stories of your friends saying they're going to do it. There's a place for people if they really want to play.
1: Yeah, that's correct. At the MYS for the last 31 years, we have created opportunities for everybody. We have opportunities for the elite or the premier kid that has a lot of skill level, but we also want to make sure that those other 90% are taken care of. And I think there are, again, a lot of great programs in the spring, as you referenced, for youth basketball that people provide opportunities for kids regardless of their skill level. Um, That's one thing. That we did is we partnered with uh, D1 Minnesota, which is a grassroots program, and they've had some really successful 15U, 17U teams at, um, in the summertime, and they wanted to provide opportunities along with what our mantra has been for years to provide opportunities for everybody, so we are providing that with this concept called Team Minnesota in the spring and summertime.
2: Dawson Blank is our guest from MYAS, Minnesota Youth Athletic Services. Dawson, obviously finances come up with everybody as well, and again, can be intimidating. You don't know, you go, I can't afford that, but you don't know what it is that you can't afford until you check it out. What do you tell parents about that? Because some of the people that are scared away probably would be surprised that they can't afford it.
1: I agree, and again, there are a lot of uh, great spring club programs out there that also have scholarship opportunities, or they're maybe providing um, options for people to have a a couple different installments. Um, And, and, I mean, when you think about it, um, there are a lot of programs, and that's one of the things that we did with uh, D1 Minnesota and Team Minnesota for some spring opportunities is to, to provide that community pricing, So it wasn't overbearing and it wasn't um, um, out of control as far as the cost goes because we also know a lot of the people also play multiple sports and we want to promote that as well. So that is something else that we got to keep in mind is they may be playing baseball or softball as well as uh, basketball in the springtime.
2: Yep, and if you were a parent and you brought your kid to a tryout and you, know, you didn't know where they were going to fit, what questions should they ask the coach or the person that's running uh, that particular program?
1: I think the biggest thing, because this doesn't happen all the time, is creating more of an evaluation process. So regardless if they do not make one of the teams, that they can at least have an understanding of where they sit right now so they know where they can go in the future. Um, providing them something after the fact that helps them understand where they're at and where they need to be based on the tryout or evaluation that has happened.
2: So, in other words, uh, if you want this, A, we might be able to direct you to a different team or program, and B, this is where we see your skill level and what you need to work on if you come back here next year to make a team. That's correct. Yeah, and those can be tough conversations sometimes, but they're also uh, necessary. What what age group is the, has taken the biggest jump in terms of participants, or does it decline after, you know, is nine-year-olds the biggest
1: always, and then it declines from there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's usually in that sixth to eighth grade range, especially in boys and girls. Um, and as you know, the high school scene has gotten extremely successful. I will say at the youth level, especially, I mean, My daughter's just grabbing the basketballs to go into practice, but we have seen a dramatic decline in participation numbers in girls' basketball. Do you know why? Well, I think there's a lot of um, other factors that go into it. The biggest factor, I think, are the year-round opportunities through volleyball that has been very successful. I know your daughter participates in gymnastics. so She probably started at a young age. There's dance. There's year-round softball. And I think Basketball sometimes get, gets a bad rap because it is a contact sport, but um, I think that that maybe shies some people away.
2: Understood. Hey, you got to get to practice. I, I heard her open the door with those basketballs. So you don't be too tough on them tonight, but let's work on that matchup zone a little bit more, okay?
1: Yeah, I just want to say one thing, Mike. Uh, we are excited to hold our 30th annual grade state championships. So that's the end or the culminating event. For all Minnesota Youth Basketball Alliance member associations that are those community-based programs that have an attendance area or a feeder that directs into the high school. And we're looking forward to having between 1,400 and 1,500 teams participating at 25 different locations and approximately 120 courts over three weekends at the end of February and the first two weekends of March.
2: And if there's somebody out there that's saying, hey, that sounds good. I want to get my team in it. Is it too late?
1: Uh, well we we might be able to fit them in on the girls' side. We have five hundred and seventy eight teams participating. The deadline was Friday. We have third through sixth grade boys deadline this coming Friday, and we have seventh and eighth grade boys deadline uh, the following Friday, the eleventh so we 've got that going on we 're preparing for our spring basketball programming we 've got the gopher State baseball league that 's coming yeah. we really need and you and I have talked a lot about the shortage of officials and and trying to make sure to recruit, educate, and retain, and continue to push that forward. There's been a lot of great things that have happened out of COVID with the partnerships that have been formed through Minnesota Amateur Sports Commission and Play Together Minnesota. There's going to be a big officiating expo at the National Sports Center on February 12th, and and with uh, – Minnesota softball. We've had a great partnership formed to try to again assist in recruiting more umpires on the scene. I've hired two amazing people on staff that Tony Shrepfer and Carolyn Dirksen to help really ramp up our officiating services with the training side and the education and things like that.
2: Well, Dawson, keep doing what you're doing, and we'll talk soon. But again, remember the matchup zone. We'll do. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Have good night.